This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher performance. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, creator of the Everybody Thrives program, which is for companies looking to unlock the full potential of all their people. Welcome to another episode of Diversity Bites, the only daily video diversity podcast in the world, as far as I'm aware. So in our previous episode, we were talking about the authenticity seesaw and the power of connection and how you really need to connect to people before your authenticity can be considered an asset instead of a liability. So kind of the next logical question, and we'll be covering this in the next three episodes, is how do you connect, right? What are, what are the principles of actual connection? Because it's all well and good to say you need to connect to people, but how do you do that when you're not naturally connecting to people, either because they view you as other and different if you're an underrepresented professional, um, on any sort of demographic scale, whether it's class, race, um, you know, neurodiversity, ability, you know, physical ability, any of those religious, uh, any of those factors. How do you connect to folks who naturally may not be easy to connect to, right? Because if it was easy, we wouldn't be having this conversation. They'd be connected to you and your authenticity would be welcomed with open arms. But we all know that often case that is not the way that happens, and especially the more different you are from the majority of people in an organization, especially upper management, the more difficult this situation can become. So the, what I like to call this is the three B's of connection. My son Lucas helped me come up with this because they all start with B. Uh, B meaning B-E, like have that state of being. And the first B that we're gonna talk about uh, in the three B's of connection today is to be vulnerable, right? And the word vulnerable comes from the root vulnar, which means to wound, right? And I think everyone can kind of feel that being vulnerable is scary, right? Because when you're vulnerable, you can be hurt. I mean, that's part and parcel of the definition. So why would we want to be vulnerable when we're trying to connect with people? Or to put it another way, why is it so important that you need to be vulnerable in order to connect. Now, um, a metaphor I like to use is imagine a son and a father and they're sitting on a bench together and they really wanna connect, right? They really wanna connect and have that human father-son connection. However, they're both wearing suits of armor, right? Like the knights, you know, like King Arthur. I used to love King Arthur stories when I was growing up. So they're both wearing suits of armor and they go to hug each other and just have human closeness and, and be have that warmth of the father-son. And what happens, right? Clang, clang, doesn't feel uncomfortable. All right, let's get back on our horses and start jousting, right? There's no connection there. What happens if one of them is wearing armor but the other isn't? Again, the one who's not wearing the armor uh, doesn't really feel 
like hugging the one who's wearing the armor because all you're feeling is a bunch of metal. You might as well go hug a car or some other inanimate metallic object because the person you're hugging, you know, the, the humanness of them is not available. So really, the only way it works is if both of them take off their literal and figurative armor and are able to connect person to person, flesh to flesh, right? Now, here's the thing, though. If your armor's off, then someone could run a sword through you or you could get hurt, right? You're not as well protected without the armor. However, that's part of the bargain, right? In order to experience true closeness and connection, you have to be willing to be vulnerable. And in order to be fully protected, it's the opposite. You have to be willing to not be vulnerable at all, which means you don't let anyone get close. And I think we've all experienced that when we've been burned by someone, either in our family or in a relationship, maybe a significant other. We tend to put the shields up, right? We're like, oh, I'm not going to let that happen to me again. Now, I'm not here to judge whether you should or shouldn't have done that in any given instance. That's your judgment, and I don't know you. However, what I can say with a fair amount of certainty is when those shields are up, you are creating a barrier to connection. And when someone else puts shields up against you, they are also creating a barrier to connection. Now, last important principle I'll share on this be vulnerable. Can you make it so that person's vulnerability is all of a sudden there and they automatically take off their armor. You can't really directly do that. You can't control another human being. Who do you have the power to control? What armor do you have the ability to take off? What shields do you have 100% control of, although it may not seem that way when our ego gets involved and we've been hurt, but who do you in actuality have 100% percent control over to be vulnerable to remove that armor right you right you can control taking the vulnerability i'm taking the armor down so the vulnerability is there so the other person can see that and feel that now you're not going to control what they do but who's more likely to take off their own armor someone who's talking to someone who's gone first and revealed their vulnerability or someone who still has their armor on. See, there's no waiting for someone else to be vulnerable. You're very lucky if that happens. The only thing you can really control with any amount of uh, destiny or agency is your own actions, your own state of being. So if you're looking to connect with someone no matter how different or similar they are to you, a key element of that is the state of vulnerability. It's the first of our three B's of connection. Be vulnerable. So one thing I'd like for you to uh, think about today is how willing are you to be vulnerable with those who you say and think that you really want to connect to the most but are having trouble with? How willing have you been to take the first step and be vulnerable. Now again, it's not a guarantee that they will play along. Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes multiple, you know, tries. Sometimes that person may never come around in any time frame that seems reasonable to you. However, it becomes exponentially more difficult if you expect them to go first and make themselves vulnerable and you are unwilling to do so. And being vulnerable may be something 
as simple but difficult as saying you're sorry, even when you've been wronged by that person as well, or to say, it's my fault, right? I'm to blame. That level of vulnerability is sometimes all it takes for the other person to have compassion or even to own their part in the situation and say, I'm sorry, or you're not entirely to blame. I have some responsibility here at first. But again, you can be the catalyst by going first, by being vulnerable. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for joining us on Diversity Bites. This content is informed by my Everybody Thrives program, which is for companies looking to unlock the full potential of all their people. And specifically, these next three episodes are informed by my book, Unlock Your Connection, which you can find on Amazon. Learn more at connectioncounselor.com. Remember, when it comes to higher performance, diversity bites, belonging, 